0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend along with his countrymen feeling the effects of US political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling
1: Dialogues, episode 88. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you
2: doing? I'm doing great. I mean, I'm very lucky. Oh. I've been watching a little love affair take place in my front yard between, guess what? What? A male and a female golden eagle.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah. I've got wow. some pictures.
2: It oh, is very cool. cool. I'm hoping that they build their home out in my tree. Oh, well, that would be really yes, cool. But you know what? The craziest thing was I saw yesterday, of course, I find myself, you know, wandering into my I've got a big window in my living room, and you know, I wander in there often to watch them. But yesterday, Blue Jay attacked the female golden eagle.
1: Wow, ballsy. I mean,
2: they're mean. I mean, Blue Jays are mean, but do you really attack a bird that's that much bigger than you?
1: Yeah, that's ballsy.
2: Yeah. Wow. They're so beautiful. I mean, I'm just so lucky. It's I'm just so happy. Right on. Um, I told them they could stay ramp free. I, I'm trying to figure out what else I can for them, you
1: know? <laughs> awesome. All right. So, what are we talking about today?
2: Well, we're going to start out with Korea.
1: Yeah. Wow!
2: Imagine in our lifetime there could possibly be a nuclear-free Korean
1: Peninsula. Yeah, this is uh, great, great news. I think he just ran out of cheese. That was the
2: yeah. The, the... I, I think I think you're right. Cheese. I think he's ran out of just about everything. Yeah, true that. You know, I'm thinking food, medicine. I think his his people are sick. I mean, what kind of ruler are you if you have no subjects if they all die?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So, I I do think that they have some radiation poisoning. I also think that, remember back in, I believe it was October, we we talked about this. There was an earthquake. Right. In North Korea, We we could... See that it was pretty good size. Well, we heard that his tunnel collapsed. He tested the nukes and possibly the labs were down in there. And we also heard that a lot of people were getting radiation sicknesses, that babies were being born deformed. And really, there hasn't been a lot of nuclear tests he's threatened since then. I kind of think, his nuclear facility is destroyed. Right, popped and fizzled. He's yeah. done.
1: Yeah. Good news so. for
2: everybody else around the globe, especially Trump and Pompeo. Yeah. Uh, because they could be up for the Nobel Peace Prizes. This goes.
1: <laughs> Oh my and I think
2: God. the Democrats knew that, and so they really tried not to approve Pompeo's confirmation.
1: Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think of the Nobel Peace Prize, but uh, you're 100% right. I mean, it could actually yeah, I mean, happen.
2: Oh, my gosh. Would that just be nuts? I mean, the Trump derangement <laughs> Syndrome, what kind of level would it reach?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. I think there's people going to be dropping and jumping I, from bridges. Oh Gosh, yes, they better
2: be taking that little aspirin because they're gonna have a heart attack.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. And yeah,
2: the Pompeo confirmation did finally happen but 47 Democrats voted against us now wow. to put that in perspective wow. only two voted against Hillary and her confirmation only three against Kerry when he was confirmed for I'm um, Secretary of State wow so this really was something or they really didn't want Pompeo especially after they found out he made that trip over Easter weekend to Korea and actually went over the DMZ and met with Kim Jong-un. Right. So also Richard Grinnell after 11 months, they've actually held this guy up for 11 months, was confirmed as ambassador to Germany. That was just about as Angela Merkel's plane landed, because she's here today for a one-day lunch and tea with the president. But I'm really surprised that the Democrats held up Grinnell, because he is, as of yesterday, the highest ranking gay person to serve in the U.S. government. Oh, wow. So that's a very important breakthrough you know we have had an ambassador that was gay he was the one serving in Benghazi which is not where you would put a gay man because they would kill him and that's exactly what they did but in Germany I, I think fabulous you know
1: yeah perfect. Right, there's no other perfect company
2: holding it up for eleven months. Yeah. Shame on I them. agree. And everyone is falling in love. I mean, especially men uh, are falling in love with Donald. Hmm. I mean, Emmanuel McCone was just there were air kisses, there were hugs, there were handshakes, there was, you know, love in the t- air. Love. It was it was oh my gosh. They just they love each other. They don't agree about much, but they do love <laughs> each other. And this started spreading, and Kanye, Kanye West, has endorsed his fellow dragon brother.
1: (laughs) Wow.
2: And the left is mad as hell. I mean, these Hollywood people are just so upset with Kanye. Uh,
1: That's hilarious.
2: Kanye is holding his grant.
1: I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing yet.
2: I'm not sure either. (laughs) Uh, Because, you know, a few months ago we thought Kanye was... Crazy. He was. Yeah, I
1: still think that.
2: <laughs> but, well, now they're saying he was exhausted. So, um, who knows? Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you somebody that's crazy, and that is um, Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. He's. Uh... Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. And, you know, 62 women have came forward now. Most of them cannot bring a case because it's beyond the statute of limitations. But one woman did. Now, she had actually settled with him three, I believe, three years ago for about $3.2 million. So how she was able to back out of that agreement, keep the money and file criminal charges, I don't know. Huh. doesn't
1: matter. Yeah, good question, he was though.
2: found guilty on three counts of sexual assault, which included giving quaaludes to her. He had admitted to giving quaaludes to women before. At the age of 80, he faces 10 years on each count, 30 years. So if this plays out, and I say if because guys, people like him seem to find a way not to go to jail, he would, in all likelihood, die in prison. I think it's a sad day when America's dad, one of the funniest men ever, you know, I've been listening to him since I was a small child. I thought he was hilarious. I did fall for the fact that he was a fabulous dad. Like many other people, I am very disappointed in him.
1: Yeah. Now we know what was in the pudding.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember that? Those commercials? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Quaaludes were in the pudding.
2: Yeah. They said he had like a tackle box. You know, you keep your lures and yeah. everything oh, wow. separate, little containers. He had that with different pills in each section that he would carry around. Um, I guess it was like Dr. Huxtable. I mean, he really thought he was Dr. Huxtable, wow. except when – Instead of treating his patients and delivering babies like Dr. Huxtable, he was um, giving them lewds and having sex with them and raping them.
1: Sad. Very, very very sad.
2: Yeah. Sad for his five children. Wow. Very sad. Yeah. I was hoping you might give us an update on the Toronto truck massacre. Now, was this an act of terror, as in ISIS, or is it was it something else?
1: It was something else. Something they call now incel. That's I N C E L, and it stands for involuntary celibate. Wow. Yeah, wow. What yeah. the f-
2: next? Yeah, we we'll go from leuds. And rape too. Yeah, he's pissed um, off pissed, o-
1: pissed off that women won't give him the time of day, so he rents a van and drives through and massacres a bunch of people. Wow. Yeah.
2: And there's twelve dead.
1: Uh not sure the last count, but it's uh it's it was twelve rising too around. many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. That's
2: just nuts. I, I haven't even heard of involuntary celibacy. I know there are people that should be, you know, made infertile. <laughs> right,
1: voluntarily celibate. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know people that are voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> <celibate. laughs> Involuntary celibacy. That's a new one. Yeah, new one.
1: yeah, yeah. Wow! I guess you could call it the not me too movement.
2: Yeah, apparently that's a not me too. Yeah, hashtag not me too.
1: Yeah, I think so. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's one of those that it kind of leaves you speechless.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm just shaking my head, going, I can't believe this is real anymore.
2: Well, I tell you what, it's crazy. Apparently, autism is on the rise. Now, I question whether it's on the rise or we're just getting better about
1: diagnosing it.
2: it. Nevertheless, the CDC says that now children, there is 1 in fifty nine eight year olds that are diagnosed with autism, a form of autism. Now, I know that about 10 years ago, I was working on a project and the number was 1 in 99. So that is is a massive increase in a decade. Um,
1: wow, it is.
2: It's, it's quite alarming. And, it, you know, if it's not the vaccines, OK, what the hell is it that's causing it? Good question. We really need to find out because it's very hard to solve a problem if you don't know what the problem is.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
2: Well, we know that um, President Trump believes that the post office is going broke because of Amazon, and he has threatened Jeff Bezos with raising the prices it takes to mail a package through the post office, and I guess Bezos, as... Reacting because the cost of Prime membership is going up from $99 to $119.
1: Wow. Well, money's got to come from somewhere. I think he might be uh, anticipating paying some extra, possibly.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I do, Channel. I do, too. I think he really has enough money. He's now very rich, very rich. And that brings us to another one of Trump's complaints this week. Trump says Democrats are obstructionists.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Is that true? I
1: I, would say yes.
2: (laughs) I, I think that when you look at his staff, I mean, the president is trying to staff the White House and the different departments. They are obstructing the confirmation hearings by not having them and then when they do have them they demand 30 hours of debate right so the president says at this rate they will have his people confirmed in nine years (laughs) wow so i think he's got a point
1: oh wow unreal
2: after being accused of Drinking on the job, handing out painkillers and Ambien. The president's doctor, who he had, who was set to be confirmed, as Veterans Administration, the head of the Veterans Administration, has withdrawn. Now he says these things aren't true, and I I sort of believe him because he had flying letters, I mean, uh, letters that were, you know, amazing endorsements from President Bush, and particularly President Obama, and of course Trump. They love this doctor. He's the doctor for the the entire family that lives in the White House. Who's he passing out the painkillers do you know and the ambient sasha and leah
1: (laughs) yeah i I don't know where that came from
2: i mean where's it coming from yeah they were you know the one guy called him the candy man and he said 20 military guys unnamed sources of course told him that you know dr ronnie jackson admiral dr ronnie jackson you know Drank on the job, handed out Ambien and painkillers, and had an accident in a government car well, he was drunk. Huh. Nobody seems to see a paper trail for this.
1: Yeah. No evidence like saying something. it actually happened, right?
2: So that's very sad that they will absolutely waste somebody. Now, possibly that makes it hard for him to keep his current job. Yeah. It's really hurting his family. He's He's got his son as the head of the class at West Point.
1: Wow. Tough for a family to uh, be yeah. put through that. As innocent bystanders.
2: And Comey. We could not possibly go out a day without talking about Comey. <laughs> Yesterday, he was 20 minutes late to the interview on Fox News. And when I mean 20 minutes late, 20 minutes after the show started.
1: Wow.
2: Now, that's on the heels of the night before telling Anderson Cooper he was going to be doing an interview on Fox and that he really dreaded it because they wanted to put him in jail.
1: Unbelievable.
2: Now, Brett Baird did a great job of interviewing him. I mean, I was glued to the set. One thing that um, Brett Baird brought up a lot of things that I I hadn't really seen anyone else bring up. However, Comey, I mean, how does he say this crap? He claimed he didn't know Hillary and the DNC had funded the (laughs) dossier. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
2: Everybody knows that wow i mean an infant knows that
1: unbelievable
2: he said he still believe he still thought that it was true that the republicans funded it
1: <laughs> and that was
2: originally fake news i mean yeah he was the head of the fbi
1: yeah uh, wow. he also
2: has he also doesn't understand leak he has his own definition for leak and he claims that The notes he wrote, he now calls those his diary.
1: Uh, All right. Okay.
2: The memos he wrote after meeting with the president are his diaries.
1: Uh, Okay.
2: He needs some more wine out of a paper cup.
1: Yeah. Or some weed.
2: Yeah. Wine and weed. Oh, boy. In markets where marijuana is legal... Wine sales are tanking. Huh? Interesting. And it's all because of women. Women like weed better because it doesn't have any calories. Right. What I don't, I don't about the five pounds of food they eat afterwards? True. That doesn't count?
1: Yeah. They need to put weed in wine. There's a solution yeah, right they there.
2: They're the best of both worlds, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a solution. <laughs> that's a creative solution. We need weed yes. wine.
2: I'm for anything that doesn't have calories, though.
1: Yeah. And anything that basically stops the opiate problem right now.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I really wonder if it does stop the uh, opiate. I ask you that every time we talk about it. Yeah. I know. Because I, I'm skeptical I, and you you feel sure of it.
1: I'm positive. I, I am positive.
2: You know, if it did, oh my gosh, that would just be, that would be a good thing.
1: Well, I don't think it's going to be the be all solution, but it's definitely going to help.
2: Interesting, because a lot of people believe it leads to the opioid problem.
1: Yeah, no, sorry. No. Okay,
2: I, I want to believe you. I mean, I, mean I, I do believe you. I, don't, I believe you believe it. I, I just hope you're right.
1: Yeah, I know I'm right. Okay. I lived that life. Before, uh, when, <laughs> I, when I'd have a back problem, and it was always opiates that they would give me for painkillers, it would take mm-hmm. two weeks for me to, you know, turn around and be normal again, you know, without the back pain. Two weeks on opiates, and I can go two days like that on using cannabis for pain opposed to opiates. Two days to two weeks. Yes.
2: Well, like I shared, I I don't know. Like I, I've never I've never had cannabis, so I, I know that's hard to believe, but I haven't. Mm. But I, I will tell you that you intrigue me when you say those things. Also, what about for like arthritis? Like a little bit of arthritis, and I'm digressing. I know, but well, uh, um, f- for is the
1: good for arthritis pain. Yes, it's, THC is good for pain, but in arthritis, it, like you want an anti-inflammatory. So CBD or strains high in CBD, and you don't get high from CBD. It's got no euphoric effects. So you could put it in your cereal oh. and yeah... That's the amazing part about it.
2: <laughs> is that good or bad? I, I well, guess as a society, it's good. It's as really good. Not-
1: the, the bad part is the price is usually way up there for CBD. CBD is also the oil that stops the severe up. Epilepsy. Yes,
2: I have a son with severe epilepsy, and yeah. uh, so sure far they're not writing that here. They say that medical marijuana is legal, but nobody writes it sure. And unlike you guys, where you can kind of get away with going ahead and buying it, that's not the way it is here. Right. So, um, but I think it's coming, and I think he's going to be a candidate.
1: Yeah. So, and he should be because it's. Nature's way of curing the problem. So well,
2: interesting. Well, we have royal news, of course. Royal baby. It's third child of Prince William and Duchess Kate. This baby is sixth in line to the throne. I mean, how fabulous is that? I mean, he <laughs> yeah. really doesn't have to worry about being the king. No, he has the royal status, so he gets. You know, he never has to wait in line. You know, he he can do all the royal things and just have fun. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah except he's gonna to have to shorten his name he will be or he is royal highness prince louis arthur charles of cambridge
1: wow okay
2: let's just hope he goes by louis <laughs> Prince he yeah. is good enough yeah but this had me asking myself and i've asked myself this before but i've never really looked it up what is the royal family's last name what's their surname
1: yeah, you've asked me that before, and I, I forget. I, well,
2: I'm not I a big I'm royal am. fan. I Well, I'm not that big either, but I, I do think uh, Kate and William are kind of cute. You know, they're just cute. Yeah, he needs to get off her though, man. Well, Enough. let me tell Jeez. you. Well, they're true, Mark Mount Button Mount. hyphen Windsor. That is their last name. I wouldn't use it either. Wow. M-O-U-N-T, like a mountain. B-U-T-T-E-N hyphen Windsor.
1: Wow, okay Yeah, yeah Yeah, I could see why they don't use it
2: So much for that Hmm, okay So, should I tell you about my crush?
1: Sure, you have a
2: crush? I have a crush on a Canadian
1: Interesting
2: And I'm sorry, Bert, it's not you Oh, Although I like it. <laughs> Dr. Jordan Peterson or professor. OK, um, he is a professor of psychology at the University of Toronto. He is gaining a lot of attention because he is against the war on men.
1: Wow. OK. And we have. We've talked a lot about that stuff.
2: Exactly. I'm hoping next week to get a hold of his book, uh, "The Twelve Rules for Life," and he's he's really fabulous. He he seems very serious when he talks. Like you know way too serious but it it
1: works you know well, I've heard the name before but couldn't tell you what it was about Looking but up definitely and if heard his a
2: chance to hear him you need to because he he's a neat guy and he's really willing to stand up and in the PC culture especially for professors Canada sometimes can be a little more PC even than us at especially at the university level i i, I really admire him cool for taking cool. a stand so I like it.
1: Well, we've talked a lot about the Me Too movement and, and things like that. So it'll be interesting to uh, review his book.
2: Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Um. You were mentioning something about baby Alfie, is it? Yeah. Similar situation as Charlie. Yeah. Baby Charlie, you know, was last summer. Baby Alfie has a brain disease. He is in the UK where they have socialized medicine. In the UK, the parents do not not have the right to make the medical decisions for their child. It reverts to the government. Wow. And it's part of the socialized medicine. So, the doctors say that they cannot save baby Alfie. In fact, they took him off a life support on, I believe it was Tuesday. They said he would die in a few hours. Now, admittedly, the parents gave him mouth to mouth and kept him alive. But even when they quit, baby Alfie didn't die. Like they said, you know. Nevertheless, Italy wanted to help. They, They had some doctors that believe they could help baby alfie they sent a med back helicopter or plane i'm not sure which it was to the uk to pick up baby alfie they gave baby alfie citizenship so that his bills would be paid for the government in the of the uk would not allow them to take baby alfie and see if they could save his life
1: i'm gobsmacked i i don't even have words for that
2: it is very sad very sad. And that's what scares people like me about socialized medicine. I know you have had a good experience in Canada.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: I met someone the other day who's had a a great experience in Canada. But this is what scares me. And here in the United States, we have got our healthcare so messed up. I've had a couple of medical issues lately. And before my insurance kicks in, because part of them happened at the end of last year, and part happened, you know. I accrued some of the bills at the beginning of this year. I'm going to have to lay out $15,000 before, you know, cash before my insurance kicks in. Okay. So, when you look at that, wow. socialized medicine is pretty appealing. Well, that's not
1: the way it is in Canada. Like, the parents still have the right to, you know, what treatment their child has. It's just the government decides whether it's going to be paid for or not. So, if you've got money out of pocket, you'd put your kid on a plane, fly to the U.S., have the surgery, or wherever the surgery is, and get it done. People that can't afford it, they go to GoFundMe. And usually within a few days, they have the money in order to move forward on it. So, yeah, that is a bizarre law where the government gets to decide the fate
2: of your child. Really? I think it's... Wrong on so many levels that. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just I just can't even fathom. I can't even fathom who over there
1: said in no
2: government would want that responsibility.
1: Yeah, and they said but no. I think,
2: yeah, yeah, and they said no. So who would want it in the first place?
1: Well, whoever it is, they're trying to play God, and that don't work.
2: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, I, and we needed to send special thoughts out for baby Alfie. Yeah. I i yeah. just love to see him get to Italy. Maybe they can help him. Maybe they can't.
1: Yeah. Wow. But
2: parents deserve to know that they tried. They did everything they could for their child. Believe me, I have a special needs child. Making decisions is very, very difficult. I mean, you know, what you put yourself through, hoping beyond hope that you're doing the right thing, even when it's not life or death. Yeah. It's not always life and death. It's sometimes it's just because you're always responsible for that person, you know, unlike a kid that just grows up and gets better, you know, and can start making their own decisions. A special needs child, it's it's forever. Right. And it's it's a very mind-boggling experience. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers whatever it is you do, you pray, you send out light, whatever you do, let's think about baby Alfie. Yeah,
1: definitely agree with you there.
2: Yep. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there.
0: Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.